to another episode of The Blank. I'm joined by the human turret, one of the best ARs to ever do it, the world champion himself, Sam LaRue, a.k.a. Octane. We got some of the best analysis in the game, the world champion himself, Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. We got the one and only, the multi-world champion, multi-champion, legend, icon to the call duty soon, Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches. And then, of course, we got the one and only, the executive producer of the flank. Give it up for Benjay Nassim. Gentlemen, what's going on today? Three matches Three bangers. I wouldn't say three bangers, but good matches today. One really, really good match. Probably the best match of the season, or one of them. I would probably say top three, top five. How you guys feeling, man? Sam, we'll start with you today, Sam. How you doing, man? I'm feeling great, man. Uh, I watched Rocket League this morning. That was great. I know. You know, we haven't we haven't dabbled on that one in a while, Tom. But yeah, you still watching. so you still be watching Sam? You still be oh, tuning I'm still in? on that. I mean, yeah, I was no, definitely watching off season. I just really haven't found the time to watch it now. Who's like the is Zen still that guy or what? No, bro. European fall off. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I did that this morning into, like you said, probably the best match of the year so far. Yeah, definitely. At least at least up there. I think there's some other good matches, but definitely up there as well. We'll get to it. Chris Duarte, what's going on, man? Rank play has been down all day today. Yeah, honestly, couldn't have picked a better timing because uh, I wanted to go out to a show, but I wanted to stream ranked and now it made the decision for me. So nice. I'm actually going to do the show and I get to go out and have some fun. Where you go? Um, yeah, right, you don't have to say if you don't want to, but you're more. Uh, it's just a EDM like show. It's oh, a yeah. DJ called Eli Brown. You're it's going a to a rave? Or is it a is it a rave or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! You're about you get, get ready for that shit in the background. Yeah, you're go, about Chris. to get fucking turned, bro. Get ready for it in the background. Nah. What? It, What's up? What? No, I think Ty, Sam said something about the lights or something. Yeah, I said you're getting ready for it in the background. Please stop talking about the lights. Gives me PTSD. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> ben Genesim, how you doing, Ben? You doing all right? Yeah, I've been streaming all day. Um, ordered a bunch of new stuff for the IRL golf, golf streams, which I'm going to start doing this season on Monday. So I'm excited for that. Like, Monday is going to be kind of my golf IRL day once this, uh, yeah. we get to kind of the spring. So excited for that. And yeah, we had some we had some bangers today. I actually think two or three matches were good. I think the first one was a snooze, but the other two were definitely solid entertainment yeah but then of course we got the one and only patrick price aka eggs pat i know you've been busy it's a friday so i'm sure you were working today how's everything going with work how how, how you doing how's everything in in your camp yeah everything's good tom uh been in my bag lately um i like that but everything's everything's good man <laughs> you've been in your bag lately pat you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah people no. don't know tom people don't know but they don't know trust. man Hey, I trust you, Pat. I don't doubt you, Pat. Okay? People have doubted you a lot of times in the past, Pat, but you always persevered. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm early, Tom, and people can't see it. That's what I'm talking about. Well, listen, guys, we sometimes got Sometimes your game's late. Yeah, we're still waiting for X to find. We'll get there, Pat, right? We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. We'll get there. And we'll be Please playing. Uh, but let's hop in. Let's hop into some of the matches today. We had three matches today. We have a lot to talk about in the Optic Minnesota match because Jesus Christ. But the first match of the day... This one wasn't even close. Uh, this was a 3-0 smoke in favor of the New York Subliners over the Boston Breach. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll start things off and just say that Boston got absolutely shit on today. They got absolutely <laughs> shit on. And we just got to rip the Band-Aid off. I'll open it up like that. Ben, I'll let you start things off. What were your thoughts on New York versus Boston? I thought, you know, after the first, like, uh, four hills of the game, I was like, all right, Boston came to play today on the Skid Row. Uh, and then New York had a solid P5 hold, and then Dante got about 50 million kills on the next P1. And yeah. the series was instantly over after that. New York, obviously, a very good search team and definitely showed 
their process in map two and the map three, they were just running with speed. Boston just did not play well today across the board, all four players. I think the map one skid row, Boston had a good start, but I, I think that also, you know, you got to give it to New York. They started on bad side skid row. And if you start on bad side skid row, you can get put in a blender kind of quickly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what happened. Boston was able to chain P1, P2, just go up so much. And then New York, they stayed disciplined. They focused on their rotations, focused on playing the game the right way. Uh, and they were able to make the comeback in the map one. They kind of rode that momentum through the rest of the series. But, Sam, what did you think? New York versus Boston. New York came out to play today. And, uh, and this was a statement series, in my opinion, Sam. This was, would you this, agree with yeah. that or no? No, this is New York that I've been waiting for. Like, they they beat the shit out of Seattle. I wasn't really too impressed with it. Um, I think that, like, today's win was a good, a, a really, really good win, actually. Um, Hydra had probably his best series of the year so far, I'd say. Yeah. I think we were kind of waiting for Paco to show up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was close for about four hills, and then Dante went on, I think it was like an eight or a nine for the second P1 spring. rotation. It was something out there. And then crazy. from that point forward, the series really was not close at any point. Um, so yeah, man, this is, this is the New York that we've been waiting for. I've, I've been tough on them, uh, on the show, just cause I know that like this kind of series is what they're capable of. And I think they've been underperforming to this standard. Uh, and yeah, I mean, they just literally shit on them really bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Duarte, your thoughts? <clears throat> Uh, we got Vintage Hydra back, but yeah. also um, this is just a great series for New York. Obviously, they they fried him, but um, Skies is traditionally well, not traditional, but he's been their best player this year, like most consistently. And then he didn't really like play too well, at least statistically. So it was really good to see pretty much every single other player on the roster step up and still get the dub in a pretty dominant performance. But yeah, I mean, rightfully so, Sam. We've been tough on them. They just uh, we called them a top four team coming in this year, and uh, they obviously you know, fell at land or fell on land and they just didn't perform. But, um, you know, ever since they've came back, they've started to look a little bit better and they've got two uh, really clean wins under their belt so far. So hopefully this is good signs for New York. Uh, I really want to see this team um, start to play better. Um, I'm still not entirely sure if they're going to be at that level yet. We got to see them play against uh, some of the other top four teams uh, later in the stage or even at the at the major um, to really Sunday. confirm to really confirm if they're back. Exactly. And um, I'm just excited to watch this team play because we know how explosive this team can be. Um, Dante, um, very good slayer when he's on. And then uh, obviously Kisman, Hydra duo. And then with Caesar obviously stepping up to the plate, like this team could be good, like re really good. But, uh, you know, they're they're on the right path. Paco definitely had that series that we know Paco can have. You know, that's yeah, today, today we saw like the first stuff. moment. Did we just like say that our world him. champs could be good? <clears throat> this year, it's a, man, it's, a key, it's a clean slate at the end of the day is the way I always I always see it. So. Listen, bro, this team is godlike. They've just sucked for uh, one event. You can't put uh, godlike. You can't put godlike on a team. This team's godlike, bro. They suck for one event. Yeah, but one say you're like I'm saying like it's it's February 23rd. Like games announced since November. They they have for the first couple of months been kind of iffy. But I thought in general today. Listen, they've been couple months. I mean, listen, months, it, yeah, I don't. If yeah. you take away the event, they've been godlike. Yeah, but even during their stage, they had if a lot of series. You take away the event, Miami's been godlike. Yeah. Exactly, like, yeah. Wait, yeah. that's cat. Miami's I mean, dog they, Yeah, they started losing some sense well, we got home. I mean, but... they got a lot. They got, we're not... We, what are we doing? Not sure so, I, last I, I, I understand. Like, you can't take away the event. Bro, they lost one day. Like, literally one day. No, they lost two days. You know what I mean? They basically played two games, and it was the... Holy yeah, shit, they're nine and three. Like, this team's got the uh, second, bro, third team, best record in the CDL. That, a team that goes to not get dead. You think it's acceptable to get dead last in a tournament? 
Oh, they got the third best record in the CDL. Obviously, they, they had a shit Carolina. event. They lost yeah, Carolina. Yeah, they had a shit event where we had fucking replays and a bunch they of bullshit. They lost Carolina and, again and, online. And, like, and during, who during cares? The, during the stage, listen, it seems godlike. Listen, nah. the, the point I was getting to the stage one split Soon. is, listen, they were a great S&D team during that split, but the respawn was iffy, and that obviously bit them in the ass at the event when they not only were not winning respawns, they weren't winning searches. In this series, this is what we want to see from this New York team, a dominant S&D and showing their prowess against teams that they have more skill against in the respawn. This is how they're going to have a path forward against FaZe on Sunday, uh -huh. and when they play Toronto and Optic throughout the rest of the stage, ideally making it deep on Sunday. This is how this New York team can find themselves in a Bro, grand final. I, I'm still mind-blown. We're acting like, like yes, chance, obviously Chris, we can't disregard yeah, the yeah. event, but we're acting like this team is good online and bad on land. These guys ran the fucking league last year on land. They won three events on land. Like, there's three that. players, and they upgraded. This team is good. And this series was a basically, like, that's why you got drop series. They world-starred this boss's squad. Preston got world-starred. This squad is elite. They're no elite. No, they no had a bad it. weekend. They no. had the third best record in the CDL. They're going to continue to be godlike, and they're going to be a top four uncontested team all year long. Nobody's I can't believe I'm hearing Pat team. talking about uh, online Call of Duty mattering, but go ahead, Chris. No one is they saying, ran the league no on land. that they're bad. We're just waiting for them to show some signs of consistency because just like everybody else, Pat, I think you would understand that you are a person that is very hard on teams, and this team did not perform up to their standards. They rightfully, rightfully so. We have to talk our shit about them and yep. they're showing up to the occasion and they're going to start to to prove some of our early theories wrong but at the end of the day bro like you got to show some consistency here if you're going to be hard on other bro, teams bro I, I, I watched them get 12th and still said this team is top four uncontested in the league and they still are one bad weekend does not make a team there are five events they could go on to get first, 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 and 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 what we say or like we they weren't that's godlike the, the whole I mean, year. I mean, they that's were. The, I mean, that's, that's how the, it worked. I mean, that's I mean, not I mean, a bad I mean, weekend. I mean, that's I mean, not I mean, the too, point, Pat. Like they're I'm a godlike saying, team who had a bad weekend. Like I'm, let's stop overreacting. I'm someone, so someone, saying, someone clip this. Someone clip this for future years, by the way. I'm also saying Chris. that you have to be consistent in the way that I am. That you create teams because you don't show the same energy to a team like Optic. I do. Optic no, is the, not godlike. No, no, the fuck you don't. We'll get to, we'll get to Op Optic in a Optic, second. You guys act like Optic goes and gets wins an event and then gets 12th and then wins an event. No, I mean, they go to about, events and get 6th, 5th, 12th, lose to Florida, get embarrassed, and then we're come back online and dominate and suck every event. There's a we're big difference. We're talking about this year. We're not talking about prior years. No, we're not talking about the exact same roster. My bad. My bad. The exact same roster. We're not talking about those guys. We're I just mean, talking about this, this new yeah, game, go, which is on the exact same Optic, engine, by the way, which Optic is basically is complete, the it's basically model for 2.5. Optic like, is almost a completely different team. Let's be realistic and, you're still, here. and you're still using their their performances in other games, right? You said losing to Florida. They haven't lost to Florida. I'm I'm, us, I'm, I'm, I'm using I'm I'm using New York the same way I'm using Optic. I'm referencing last year the same way I referenced them New York last year. Optic is a different team from last year. Bro, like Chris, a, like, those chains you got on must be cutting off blood flow to your brain, yeah, brother, because you're not try. thinking straight. Good try, you're good not try, thinking buddy. straight. Well, let's hey, move I'm on. I want to move on and talk about something in the search. Sam, I, I have to bring this up. I have to. I mean, Sam, I'm just tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it. I'll let you kick things off. First round, S&D. What is one thing that nobody has in the first round of S&D that you could take advantage of? They don't side? have trophy systems, though. They don't have trophy systems. So why do teams do nothing on offense um, in the first round? Like, on the first round, 
Don't you just want to watch Cross, maybe throw some shimmies, get some info? Once you know one or two guys are A-side, fuck it. Just hit, throw your tax over and fucking hit that shit and get the bomb there, down. There must be some, like, genuinely something for these teams to not... It, it seems so cut and dry. Like, the guy... Like, number two playing here, like, you just dump two frags on him from the street and you have B-bomb. Like, I don't... I, there must be, like, a, another reasoning as to why teams don't do it on offense. Because, I mean, we, we sit on the watch party week in and week out and say the same thing, and it just never happens. And I think it, we've seen someone do it, like, twice. And then they make a play with 30 seconds left, and then look at Snoopy. Yeah. Look at the time. There's 10 seconds left. He's trying to go for the plant, and then New York just on the pinch. Shoots him off the bomb, and there they go. And I don't know. I just feel like it's, like, little things like that. I mean, they... And you kind of see, like, the same play calls throughout the map. Like, I feel like Boston does the do-nothing strat a lot. Which, I don't know if that's just <laughs> because they're just trying the to spread nothing. the map and just work picks. Like, do you think that's Austin just... Austin Whitaker would call it playing for picks. Playing for picks. We're getting no, info. I like playing for picks in certain situations, but I definitely feel like there's definitely some times where you have to get aggressive on the map and try and make a play. Especially on offense. Don't you want to take risk on offense? I mean, if I'm wrong, go ahead. The floor is yours. Do you guys agree with me? Disagree with me? I mean, No, I, I 100%. I mean, the onus is on the offensive side of the of the, the game. You have to try to make a play to get a bomb down. I 100% yeah. agree with you. Yeah, so I don't really know what that was. And then we go into uh, a 3-1 round. I just wanted to give Dante some of his gas here. He was able to hold this by himself. He's on a tractor, and he finds a nice little angle here onto Snoopy through the glass. And then the trade's supposed to come in, but Dante wins the big two-piece there. This was a big round because if Boston was able to win this offense, they could probably tie this back up with an easy defense. So it's just a big round from Dante. He goes big there. He ends up turning the corner here and, and finding a third as well, so... Dante letting it fucking sing here in in the S and D and then this was of, I was gonna say a lot of players actually need to be careful. I've noticed this in the multiple matches that we watch Invasion. Their trophy placement. You uh -huh. saw Dante's trophy placement. It was over towards the cube. Um, so if teams actually like can use their stuns to kind of find out where that trophy is, you can still exploit grenades onto the like tractor um, without um, without the trophy like, without hitting it? the trophy system. Yeah, if they throw it like towards the left over high, obviously it's a little bit of, like a hindsight, right? We're watching the the, the caster, but like if players are going to um, like not put the trophy directly on top of them on the forklift, uh -huh. um, I feel like that's something that actually teams could probably exploit. But like, where really is it? Where's it? And where's the trophy now? You, he, he threw it towards. Uh, you you could see it. It was on his screen. It was towards the left, towards like yeah, the cube. Yeah, so if like and if what, you just what, kind of uh, how do grenades not? How is that trophy not blocking grenade? How can you? Because you can throw it. You can throw it. Look, look how far it is from the tractor. You can throw it like so. Where Snoopy is, he could bounce a nade off of uh, an ice okay. cream building wall and then like hit the tractor. Like oh, I see what you're saying. That's just that's just something I've noticed because um a lot of like whenever we've been watching a lot of people put the trophy like behind the cube or the yeah. bomb like so there's just little exploits. Yeah, you can that take you advantage can of that. No, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Definitely take advantage of that. Uh, and then this was actually a big round as well. I mean, a big 1v1 here between Snoopy and Skies. And honestly, Snoopy just gets really unlucky here. Um, probably gets his kill here if he continues to look there. Probably catches Skies sprinting there. And instead, Snoopy, as soon as he turns around, Skies comes around that corner and kills him. Instead of this being 4-4 now, this this ends up being a 5-3 a game, which New York was able to to go on and, and close this one out. Just watch one more time here in the replay. I mean, if you're Caesar, this is like, you, that's what you want, bro. That's like a little present for you. <laughs> he just turns around here in a 1v1. Good plays. Caesar Sky's playing. I'll be honest, looking at the, at the stat sheet, Caesar didn't have to do much this series. Um, <laughs> he said in the interview. He, he did say in the interview. interview. His feet kicked up. Yeah. He was calling his teammates daddy and listening. He was chilling. <laughs> yeah, speaking about that, that's what I have here. Next, let's tune into the listening with New York. It was a vibey listening. They sounded good. Let's tune in and see, uh, and see what they were saying. We're going to talk like. about Boston's listening because, Yeah, we'll get there. 
Oh, general, you right, Keys? That was a crazy shot. I'll tell you what, Skies is fine. That shot right there at the end was a crazy shot from Paco. That was an insane shot. What did you guys think about the listening from the New York subliners? You think they sounded good? These guys yeah. are fucking trolls. <laughs> they are trolls. <laughs> Let's tune. Sound good, man. Let's tune into like the Boston Breach listening and see how they sound compared to New York. Back left, and look, look at the next Back left, and look at the next one. 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 Back left, Right there, I thought Snoopy was just going to climb the ladder and just try and pistol the guy on point. He was distracted, too. He was shooting at somebody, so he might have been able to catch him slipping or at least try and spawn kill the guys coming yeah. off spawn, but there wasn't a lot of time he left. Did, so. he, he didn't either. I think the issue with this Boston listening is like, listen, I know we talk a lot about when we watch Snoop, like the movement, the, the gun skill. He's got a lot you like in a player, but I don't think he's going to progress a couple of levels if he can't figure out how to have better comms, like small talk really direct his teammates. If he doesn't speak and really give a sense of what he's trying to do on the map, all of his other teammates are trying to pick up the slack and it's not really going to lead to a lot of consistency. So I think over the course of the season, we'd like to see him work on that or, you know, he's going to have a, not a hit his ceiling, man. I don't I know agree. if you guys feel the same way. No, I definitely agree with 100%. that take, but also the, that listening is like, bro, it's, it's desperation time. And usually yeah. during desperation time, two things happen to most teams. They either get really frantic in their comms or they just like shut down entirely. And I think they just kind of like shut down in, in their comms. Um, obviously, you know, it's still not a good thing to do, but I mean, it's just kind of expected, but I, I, I definitely agree with your take then. Like, uh, Snoopy's comms are very quiet. A lot of the time, even, I don't know if it's just the listen-ins, but it's kind of hard to hear at times. 
Um, and it doesn't really seem like he's directing traffic or kind of like maybe giving his team any like sort of tidbits on how they can make use of his positioning or help him out in a situ in a situation. Yep. And then I uh, just uh, wanted to get you guys' thoughts on my Boston. I feel like we talked about New York a lot, but besides for Boston and their comms, I mean, what do you think is next steps for them? Uh, Pat, I mean, overview uh, of, of the Boston bridge and Ben, I, you could probably figure out who they're playing next. Yeah. If you want to try and figure out what their schedules looking like, but you I mean, about for Boston? Yeah, for Boston. Pat, what are your thoughts with, with the Boston Breach? I mean, what do you think happened to them today? Do you think New York is just simply just the better roster and they just outclassed them today or what? I mean, I just don't think any of them showed up today um, at all. Uh, Preston obviously had a really bad series, um, but we talked about this squad. They like, struggled as a squad, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, why was Slasher their best player before to begin with? Like, this team, again has an issue with just slang they always have and i, I like the asin pickup but i didn't expect asin to come onto the team and be the one getting the most kills like the rest of this roster has to pick it up i think obviously capsule was not was not doing it either but this whole squad needs to pick it up period mm -hmm. um i still i've caught it out since the offseason like i don't know what happened to preston with getting kills but i feel like he needs to prioritize that he's I guess he had this thing on New York where he was obviously like playing for the win, making important routes, but like, that's not what this Boston squad needs. This Boston squad needs kills desperately. Yeah. Um, so to me, I mean, still, I, I feel like they got to figure that, figure that out first and foremost. I, I think it's like, Tom's he needs to un, he, I think he needs to untrain it. Yeah. He just uh, kill horn. Uh, uh, like, you have Preston, talent, Preston, like Preston moves too much. I think it's always been his issue the last couple of years in the CDO when I watch him play, like, He's got elite movement. He's got elite centering. Where sometimes he gets in a great position and he gives up the prime spot he's in and he gets caught in between like moving. If he just kind of L triggers a little bit more, I think he'd get a couple more kills. Not to not to compare more consistent. Not to compare these two types too. of not yeah. to compare these two types of players, but I mean, Attach was talking about how Purge um, with his AR he like moves around a lot and he kind of like tries to run around. Um, and it probably doesn't do them any favors because a lot of the time you want your ARs kind of holding. Yeah. Um, do you think Preston has that similar issue on his teams with an know, AR? Preston's always been that player that could run both guns. You know, like he he's always he's always done both. He's always had no problem doing both. I mean, I think it's just an adjustment he's gonna have to find. Um, I, it's something that he's just gonna have to realize with his gameplay, like moving forward, if he's gonna be like that AR player. I mean, if there's anybody who can adapt to a game, I mean, Preston could definitely adapt. I yeah. mean, it, I also think. You know, we're looking at Preston individually, but let's be honest, from top to bottom, the team today just looked off, like all four of them mm -hmm. together as a unit. Like they didn't look like a team. Um, and I think that's going to hurt them. I, I still think in the response sometimes they're too jittery. I, I, th I don't think it's just a Preston thing. I think it's all of them. They run around too much. And the, at the end of that control was a perfect example when Snoopy just ran underground and then tried to jump up. Like he should know that people are coming off spawn and going to be jumping out those left windows. You know, so it's just about finding those spots and picking those spots and knowing when to slow down and, and hop on those L triggers and iron up. Uh, I think just too many times they're getting caught sprinting and it's and it's hurting them. Um, and it, you know, guys, you guys know how it is, man. When you're playing COD the right way, it the game just feels a lot easier and it's a lot easier to get kills. Yeah, they're um, just coming to. Yeah, people just run right into your L triggers and you know it's just everything feels a lot more simplified and a lot easier. So. Definitely think Boston need to to work on uh, work on their craft a little bit. Go back, rewatch the series, and and try and fix some of their mistakes. The map one, they had a good start, but they they kind of let it go. Map two, I definitely think a couple rounds here or there, whatever. But um, you know, the the, the map three three zero was kind of just the cherry on top for New York. They kind of just pummeled them and just let them have it. So, congratulations to New on, York. GGS, go ahead, Pat. Before we move on, Tom, yeah. uh, I just wanted to summarize what I was saying earlier as well. 
Uh, New York are 6-0 when winning game one. They're currently on a nine-map winning streak. The only series that they've lost <clears throat> outside of that uh, that major event uh-huh. was to Ultra, the best team in the in the world right now. Yeah. They've beat everybody else they played outside of that one event. Which is which is They're crazy. Extremely you normally, consistent. You they have the reigning MVP. So they I'm won world championship. The they won three majors last year. This team is godlike. Period. Bro, bro, they had nobody, a bad event. No, bro, they had a bad event. Are, Team's bro, godlike. Pass, let's, if pass, they go pass. to another event and they do the same thing, you can't just keep. I saying, know what you're about to say. I'm ahead of you. Bro, yes, no one on the, Chris no said one on the show they could maybe be okay. Chris just said this team could maybe be okay. That's literally what he said. They could maybe be good. Like bro, this team is we, good. They we are gotta, godlike. We, we, we gotta we, wait. We gotta wait until they show up. We don't to gotta wait. Again. We don't bro, gotta wait. We, we, we know. Been, we we know. Doing, Everyone we knows. Bro, we've been doing tier lists. Anyone like, with we, a brain knows. The way team's we, godlike. The way we've been talking about New York, I think everybody on this show collectively, we've all been waiting for them to round into top form. I know they got top twelve at the major, but post and pre, we had them. Top four or five in her Did they win a clean series? This team has first... been top four since they, the day the game have, released. Did they oh, have you a disagree clean... with me? Hold on, I'm hold so on. Did they have a the clean game, series win? The team win? has been top four, yes. They've did never they not been top four. Did they have a clean series win at the first stage before the major against any of like the decent teams that were doing well at the time? Did they have any clean ones? They only I played remember... two, and they lost to Ultra. I remember a lot of map fives, and that's all I remember. Well, and then the I remember LG them one, getting, and then I the remember Boston them, one, and, the exa- and one. then exactly, and I remember them getting shit on by Ultra. So yes, listen. At the end of the day, this team oh, has you mean, a lot of talent. Oh, you mean like how every other expect, team in the league did for the whole first fully, stage? I do fully expect. No, no, no. You can't say every team. Ultra and every Faze every team cut really good that whole stage. Ultra shit on everybody. And Faze was good too. Like you can't say every team when clearly it wasn't every I, team. <laughs> I I can say ultra shit on everybody in stage one. I can't say that objectively. Yes, I did say that. I'm more so just saying that. Listen, bro. At the end of the day, I still I always take these online results with a grain of salt. Like I do expect them to perform on land, but like until they show until they show up to a land or at least. Bro, I'm getting take, I'm I'm mind Or at least we're talking about these guys like they're like they're LAG. No, like, no, no, like they're they're maybe online stars and they can't play no, on land. No one's this saying team they're not dominated top land last year. No one's saying they're not top four. We said oh, they're stop, a top four stop, team. We just have question marks about, around them. Stop still. talking about last year. I, I'm no, I'm gonna start, as long as we listen, as long as we insinuate that they're no bad on land, I'm gonna bring up last year over no. and over and over. They're not bad on land. Land and online goes through all games. It don't matter. There could be a million games. Land and online is the same thing. The marker in New York is this. We where we've been saying to them pre major one and post major one, their S and D is very good. All stats, I test all of it. Great search. The respawns when you watch them play respawn, especially hardpoint, especially on invasion and Karachi control, the execution wasn't always there compared to phase, compared to uh, uh, Toronto and Optic, and that's why we thought going into major one, we were a little worried about this New York team, and obviously them getting top twelve is definitely a major swing at their floor. But now. It seems like they've cleaned up a lot of, or some of the respawn issues in the first couple of series we've seen them play. They've gotten off to a hot 3-0 start. Now they're going to play FaZe on Sunday, and that is going to be their biggest test so far this stage. So I'm excited to see if this New York team has taken a step, or if they're going to be where we think they are right now, which is below FaZe, below Optic, below Toronto. That's a brave of you to critique them on Karachi, but this team is godlike. Well, let's move on. We've been going in circles on that topic. Let's move on to the next series of the day. We had Optic Texas going up against the Minnesota Rocker. Now, I'm going to pull up the stat sheet first. Okay, so take a look here at the stats. 
Nearly a red carpet here for Optic Texas, but Brucey with a 1.13. And you scroll up and you see Optic with a 3-2 victory over the Minnesota Rockers. So clearly, the stat sheet not adding up with the actual result. Uh, I think even Dashy tweeted out after the series today. He said, I don't even know, zero clue how the hell they won that. He even know how they won that. Uh, and, a, a, of course, a lot of crazy moments happened in this series. But, I mean, we'll, we'll start with you, Ben. I mean, we had uh, we had Optic come out and get the reverse sweep here. They fall the first two maps in Minnesota. We're, we're all sitting here getting ready to play some ranked play or something or go do something else. We thought it was going to be a quick day. Uh, and Optic, we're able to find a reverse sweep. And, honestly, they clutched up. A couple maps uh, go down to the wire. And uh, especially the last three maps, Shotzi, he, he, he made a lot of plays, which we'll, we'll look over and take a look at. But what were your thoughts on the series, Ben? I thought for Optic, you know, if you're an Optic fan, you got to feel proud of the boys up today. This is a series that I think on another day they probably don't win. And, yes, Rocker made a bunch of mistakes, and we're going to talk about some of the mistakes in the clips we take a look at. But I think Optic still had to make the plays to win, especially in maps three and four. And then map five, I think we've seen this Optic team really come into form in a lot of these map fives outside of this series against FaZe. I thought especially uh, Ant, made some massive plays in maps three, four, and five to really keep them in this and to get their ability to reverse sweep this. I do think for Optic, um, map two is still a concern. I think that they're going to need to not stop playing or really think about their SND map pool right now because it's now another time they've lost terminal. They're one and four in the map. They auto veto high rise. They're at evasion SND. They're really good at Karachi and they haven't played real SND. So I think their SND map pool it's kind of tiny, but uh, I think in general, my optic thoughts before we get to Rocker are uh, a good fight back from the boys today. Yeah, Sam, what did you think about the series? I thought uh, Optic this had was a no business culture. winning this shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest; they have zero business winning this series. And I, I I'll, I'll, I'll sit up here and I'll respect the reverse sweep. I respect that they won the series because if they're, if Minnesota's gonna give you what they gave them, they should they absolutely good job. They had no fucking business winning this yeah. series. Yeah, this. I agree. A, a 3v14 in control with a streak. That was unchokable. Unbelievable. The 245, 250 on sub base. The amount of absolute bailout two pieces that I watched in the last like two minutes of that map to still lose the map, irredeemable. And then just a collapse in game five. Like, yeah. bro, I, I'll, I'll sit up here and I will commend Optic for the reverse sweep. They don't even know how they won, nor do I. This was an unlosable series from the Minnesota Rocker, and Jesus fucking Christ, they lost it. Yeah, <laughs> like, Shotzi went nuts. Brandon had nineteen hundred or nineteen thousand damage. Like, yeah, I, I definitely no think idea, it's bro. good to see Bruce having a series like this. I mean, he had nineteen thousand damage. Bruce, yeah. Bruce, besides right, shooting, Bruce is shooting all series. series. I love it when here. Bruce gets active. I was going to say, Pat, we were talking about this, what, a couple weeks ago, how you were like, you know, you want Bruce to get into the mix more and, and start getting active. And, and today he dropped 19,000 damage. And he had I just got one of the best shots, if not the best shot in the entire league. I like it when this guy gets active. Do you think that Period. was an X factor for them, Pat? I, uh, or I mean, like the X factor was the fact that the Rocker are horrible. And, really? and they absolutely. <laughs> so that's I the have, X factor. I had an X gonna factor. really break it down. That's the X factor. Oh, Brandon but, had over two minutes of healing game but four. But I love Brandon getting active. Yeah, yeah they barely won. Yeah, two minutes won. of healing they game four, won. by the way. They barely won. 
Barely won that. Oh, yeah. No, he's getting active, though. You're right. I mean, he was. He was getting active. They got blown out by 100 game one. Two minutes of hail in game four, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's active as fuck. Well, I mean, when Kenny and Predator and and Shotzi Mm -hmm. are dropping, like, Binj numbers. Oh, oh, we're moving the goalpost now. Of of course. Like, it doesn't matter who's in the hill. What the fuck? My bad. I'm sorry. Brandon getting active for this team is always going to be a dub. Always. Always. I mean, people need to be. People need to be riding his coattail. That's a fact. I mean, I just said the, the X factor was the fact that the rocker are absolutely horrible. But... Uh, the rocker, not listen. The rocker, the, the, the mm-hmm. tough thing for rocker is their last five games, two of them against Optic and two of them been, been against Serrano. In the last two series they played, have gone, have gone to map five, so they battled hard with these teams. So if you're a rocker fan, some tough losses like the last couple of weeks, but this team's got some good upside. To me, first off, most impressive player in this team, uh, a tie with Lamar, who's Frying at an absolute level. I thought real hard point. We talk a lot about how subs are so impactful coming. on that map, bro. The shit that Lamar is doing on like P2 and P5 on that map, like definitely a textbook error plays. And maybe we'll take a look at some of those clips. And Lens, man, the impact plays that this guy Lens is making. I mean, he's definitely in the rookie year conversation and edge on the MVP conversation right now. Edge of that conversation. But um, you know, the other two had their moments in the series, but they also had their low lights as well, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. Fair, but people in the chat asking if I'm okay. That you guys ever have a sneeze and you can't get the sneeze out? It just keeps coming and going away, and I can't get the sneeze out. So I look like a moron. But yeah, I want to show one clip. Uh, well, I want to show a few clips. So one of them in the beginning of, or, or sorry, like the midway towards the end of the hard point. I think this is an opportunity here where Optic can can break on into this hard point uh, and and bring this back. Uh, and I thought Reese made a really good play here, pushing out boxes. Reese pushes out boxes. He's able to get a couple kills, and I think that just slows down their push a lot. But the biggest play comes after this. Shotzi gets the play, uh, makes the play, gets a two-piece. But Big Wake pops a two-piece for the trade. And I kind of want to show Big Wake some love today, man. Me especially, I've been on Big Wake's ass, bro. Uh, I just feel like he could be playing a lot better than what he's been showing in prior series. And I thought today, the first few maps, he came out and was showing everybody what he's capable of and what he can do. Uh, so I thought that was a big play from him, and I just wanted to show Big Wake some gas. I mean, did you guys think Big Wake played well today? I think he played really good on the third map, like really, really good. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> this team is not coming out with wins when I think these – well, especially this series was unlosable. This was unlosable. Uh, uh, I don't know. You said Wake, Wake did obviously get a lot of kills third map, but I also think he was part of the reason they lost to the end, and we'll get to that. Yeah, I mean – Dude, it's I, I'm I'm with Sam. Like I'm trying to find like points to talk about, but it's just like what the fuck happened. Like, I mean, there was a lot of like there was a, just a, a lot little, of decision like, making. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of like small shit that just like cascaded into just colossal failure. Like mm-hmm. the wake streaking at the end of the control. Like it seems small, but that was like a big moment for them to lose that map. Quick yeah. pause before yeah. I look at this clip, Tom. I do want to have one more thought about the map one, which is we talked about some like square ups on Rio. I do think this is an interesting kind of wrinkle now because we thought, okay, Toronto phase opt they're going to be probably the best Rio teams. This rocker team looks good on Rio too. So I think teams got to have a pause about potentially not just auto challenge a team like rocker map one in the series. I know optic was team a, so they picked this one. Just got to be careful because the rocker team has people that shoot back the subs. Issue back, and we saw what Lamar did in that map as well. I mean, they've shown a proficiency on that map, and I think if you play them now that they have beaten statistically the two best hardpoint teams in our league, if you play them on that map, you're griefing your veto. Yeah. And I'm assuming FaZe will play them on it because they just it's an ego child, FaZe is confident on it, they haven't played it yet. But I think anyone other than FaZe 
uh playing that map against rocker is an absolute mistake yeah well I, the thing is though it's like during the stage sure like there might be some teams that like test it like see if they can beat them on it especially teams that are confident like phase but like if you don't play these guys during the stage and you play them at the major yeah for sure like that map yep. is gone i'm interested to see what kind of other maps they're going to get in their map pool um but they've i mean minnesota has just shown a lot of improvement um regardless if they haven't been able to close out any of these series i mean they're they're against you know two of the better teams in our league um it's kind of it sucks to see for them but at the end of the day it's still some good good signs for this roster moving forward when it comes to like the rest of the the rest of the league and, and i think as we get to the second map tom we look at clips it's a vulnerability in opti because they're a team that often gets team a so they're picking the harper if they lose their pick and again we talked about how deep the rest of the map pool is not they're going to get the other team's best search map in the next map. And I think that's why a couple of times we've seen the opt go down 0-2 in a few of these yeah. series. Well, the thing is, though, that I, you can tip you like as much as like Rocker definitely did make mistakes. You still like I can still tip optic here because the fact that like this team, especially old iterations of optic, if you remember, like they always got roasted for like being a team that would outslay and still not be able to like win. And like, you know, having a series like that where they get absolutely cooked, they, you know, they still fight. They still end up coming up, uh, coming on top with some of these maps like. I mean, it's it's typical because they're definitely playing a little bit more objective oriented. They just got to start to, you know, translate that into kills, especially versus uh, the the better teams. That was a completely different roster, though. Well, yeah, of course, but I'm just saying like historically. So it's kind of like a maybe it's like a cultural. Well, there shift, was a right? factor to that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's maybe it's just like a cultural shift, um, it, um between the team. At the end of the day, um, you know, it's we'll we'll see how it how the rest of the season pans out. But I mean, the resilience. I mean, it's a, it's a good sign. It's a good sign for this team. I really like the the double webcam here and the one v ones that they've been doing, like showing live yeah. react, just showing their face cam the whole time when they're in the one v one. I really like that because you can see their react, you can see both players' reactions when uh, when the gunfight goes down. But I think we can all agree that Ant maybe trolled here, or not maybe definitely trolled here. He's still yeah. pushing him here, so I think Ant should just stay down there and not even chow. There's not a lot of time left in the clock, so give it a few seconds there. Wait till like maybe like 11, 12 seconds pop up. He probably won't be there anymore. He'll probably start running back towards bomb because he has to, and, and Ant will probably clutch that round. Uh, I think we can all agree that was probably a little bit of a shotsy troll there. Yeah. Um, and then in the next round, AG, he nades himself, and I don't know how. <laughs> so you can see him down there. You can see him down there in the parking lot, and this is a defense as well for Optic, and we know how important terminal defenses are. So I'm not really too sure what what happened here with AG. You can see him down here in the parking lot. He was, he was then... bottom plane. Wait, you not, bro? You know what's crazy? He threw that nade probably around the bottom of the slide, and he probably hit a wall, and it just came down on him. Because look, you'll see it. Like right, he's not yeah, standing he's, still to throw yeah, a grenade. He, he walks right already. into it. Yeah. So he definitely threw. He probably tried nading um, the desk push. Like there's a there's actually some nades you can get in through the glass overhead of the the dreams desk, uh, and he probably threw a nade over there. It bounced off the wall, and then it probably just fell on top of him. Yep, and in Minnesota, they're able to use their numbers through plane here and win the round. So it's just a uh, a couple a couple rounds off the rip, and I think we were all sitting here like, man, what's Optic doing, man? First, Ant the trolls the one v one, then AG nades himself, and the next round it was just a couple rounds that that, that Optic were kind of just handing to Minnesota. Then a little bit of controversy here in the three three round. A lot of people were saying that this was a broken GA here. So you can see the first smoke opens up here. And then the next person was Lind, who kind of gets caught out in Hall here. And he throws a smoke down. A lot of people were saying broken GA in the chat. But after watching it back through VAR, I think that was Optic Smoke. I yeah, this smoke so Kenny could get up here. Right. Which I mean, Shotzi, Shotzi smoked mid-hall so Ken could hit top three without getting right. killed by the guy rushing library. Which brings me to my next point. 
I insane fucking hate smoke. that. I fucking hate that. <laughs> fucking hate I that. hate that. Why why would you smoke out mid hall for Kenny to get top AC? If if anything, just have somebody watch mid hall, make sure they don't push it. And nobody pushes it. Then you can just climb up for free if nobody's there. Or just climb up through ladder. If somebody pushes out your S key and holds B side and, and nobody pushes up, like they could climb the ladder and just get top AC that way. It's just risky doing what he did. And smoking mid hall when you're on defense, I always you're feel like opportunity. Yeah, you're giving Growing them an the opportunity. Offense, their own smoke is crazy. Yeah, like yeah. you're just giving it's yeah. almost like you're giving the offensive team two smokes because you're already you can, smoking out their mid hall for him. Yeah, you can easily have one guy go like red steps and like look at book or even jump on top of the crates on the side of the slide and look in a book while that guy hops up. So definitely some other angles, but I mean I mean, at the end of the day, they were, they probably had like a strat in mind. It just ended up uh, almost working out in the other team's favor. Yeah, and then this was the four four round. I thought this was a big round. I mean, what do you guys think about Optic setup here? Because they seem to do the same thing. They kind of let Shotzi just play playing by himself, and and they kind of fall to this default a lot. And then you'll see Shotzi he. He goes back to this back plane ladder, and he'll kind of use his pistol and climb up and down the ladder and, and try and catch people slipping. I mean, what do you guys think about this? Do you think it's a good play to give teams full plane control like this? Like, do you is this something that you think is ideal? Uh, maybe they're trying to play retakes with their tacks. I mean, what do you guys think is going on here? Because Minnesota was able to just waltz into play and get the bomb down and win this round. I don't really like it, but at the end of the day, I still see why people do it because you can play retakes on that bomb pretty easily just because uh, the whole plane is wall bangable. But also, Optic has this thing where they like to do a lot of no-show strats uh, in the plane where there'll be people like Hiding. watching certain yeah. crosses and then the people in the plane aren't peeking anything or showing faces at all. They did that literally the first round and yeah. got a two, like a two-piece on it because Yeah, of it. exactly. Yeah. So a little bit of mind games probably coming out from uh, the Optic camp in that in that sense. Uh, but yeah, this bomb is not really hard to retake in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if Ant almost if got to kill off bomb, he almost killed him off bomb. He had one more burst in there. He probably could have could have made that happen. But good place in Minnesota. They they use their numbers. They get into playing. They get the bomb down, and then you can see already it's it's Lamar just late pinching, late pinching uh, AC, and he's able to pick up some stragglers here. So so good plays from the Minnesota Rocket here. It was a big round uh, round number nine there. I think a four four round is is always really big. And then going into the defense. Uh, Minnesota was able to to clear it out. And when Optic got to go for for a beat hit here, they actually try and hit out Eski here. They throw the smoke down. It was Lamar who's top Eski. He's got Linz right next to him to work with. And see Optic, they try and get aggressive. And I think the biggest thing here for Optic is nobody picked up the pinch here. Minnesota kind of just ran right through. And I, I, again, I, I think it's just a good heads up play for Minnesota as well on the defense to get aggressive here on the pinch. Uh, I think Dashy was able to get one before he falls. But even right now, even Big Wake, I know Dashy trades the kill out. But now everybody on Optic has to turn around, right? Like AG has to turn around. He can't help bomb. It kind of scatters the whole setup. And it was just a really good play for Minnesota. I thought the double pinch there was was flawless. Whoever called that out, I thought it was a great play call. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. they were reactive and they, they they pinched them in and got freebie kills because they weren't watching the pin. I'm not a I'm not a fan of every single player on Optic playing towards uh the escalator side of the map and burger. Yeah. Um in general, it's just um you leave one, you leave your flank open, but two, you leave that red hall open. So like there's just multiple vulnerabilities in Optic's push and uh Rocker picked the right one. Usually most people will send a guy in book to pretty much deny like the red hallway hit whenever they hit out this escalator, and then that guy can shift towards uh, the pinch later, but uh, yeah, I mean, just rocker taking advantage of the vulnerabilities and optics. Play. Who got shit on burger? Was that Fred? Uh, at the end, yeah. At the end, the drop shot. 
Yeah, <clears throat> he was dead uh, anyways, bro. He's a one v three trapped in the corner. Yeah, I know, but at least get a kill. Well, he got shot by he got shot by someone else. He didn't die. I also think that now this this is this is obviously. Wake was the one that could have cut him right there. This Lindfield. is obviously hindsight now. Like, looking back at it, it could be, oh, he could have done this, he could have done that. But do you guys think Boosie, maybe if he throws a shimmy here, sees two guys, just runs and challenges well, I, just, I just don't think they had a game plan post-plant, which is, like, something that I've been harping on for B-Bomb on this map, is, like, uh. people are so worried about just getting to the bomb. They don't think about, like, after they plant the bomb, where the fuck are we going to go? Yeah. And I think this is a perfect example. Like, they were so worried about just getting to the bomb and getting it down that there was just no game plan afterwards. And... Something like this is exactly what happened. But that, yeah. but that's a, but that's what I'm saying. Like the vulnerability on like breaking the setup is always contingent on like a flank through red hole or burger. Because if you do flank through burger, which is what Rocker did, even if they don't catch these players here, they either like double team the guy on the flank around book or dreams, kill him maybe, and then if they do get towards this back burger, that puts pressure on the players to like sit on like the other side of the escalator, which they're more open and less prone to like snaking and like just they're just gonna get pinched so that's why like i said i just don't like optic all being in that scenario sure it might work uh you know from time to time but they, if if rocker or any other team just decides to like flank it's just it, they're yeah. fucked I think the best play for optic here is to push through especially if bruce gets gets info on the flank because he he shoots first he, before he slides down shouts he knows one guy's 100 percent there before he does that because he, he puts some shots down into him i mean i almost feel like here you just kind of play for for esky you already have ant top ac yeah, I mean, if 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 Kenny or somebody like challenges bottom Esky, they can work some trades here. They can even push through and go back to A if if they want to, like push right through, just push right through, trade out these kills and bring the bomb straight through parking lot to A. Yeah. Um, just maybe trying to just pick a side because right here I just feel like yeah, Brucey fighting the flank, and top AC looking at, at Esky. Kenny's out of the play playing the bomb. So yeah. so it's just kind of they're just kind of playing these one v ones here, and I just feel like yeah. Minnesota was able to break it down and it's break down. It's just so difficult, setup. Tom, because like it's easier said than oh, it's done. It's hard. Because, like, it's definitely yeah, easier said than done, bro. Trust you're, me, you're I too, hate this bomb site. I hate the B yeah, bomb site. Dude, it's same. a very you're, it's a very your two bad options site. are either just running through red hallway with no cover and like getting crossfire from players that like are like still like waiting at A probably or yeah. like mid. Or you're running down this escalator hallway and, like, look at where accuracy is, right? Like, he's just tucked into, a, like, a rat corner and, like, they also have to, like, clear out the back head glitches. It's just it's just such a shit bomb site. That's why you can't put all your players here. Like, it's yeah. just, there's just no place to go. Yeah, no, I agree. The bomb site's fucking ass. And, and like I said, it's it's hindsight <laughs> looking at it back now and trying to see what they could have could have done. It's just trying to figure out, you know, what is the best way to play. Yeah. And I, that's the same, I think I remember you saying even one time just pushing through might be a good play. I forgot. It just depends on the info on the pinch because, like, there's something that Pat called out, like, literally months ago at this point, and it's, like, super late playing the A side of the map to the point where, like, you you like you three won it, and you just have someone late play hall to just cut that entire angle so the guys that are, are pushed up on the bomb can play the gunfights like Eskies in top three. Like, if the mid hall doesn't have to be watched, those guys, like, essentially will never die on the bottom. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You can do some cringy shit. Like, you can yeah. go into, like, dreams and just not even show your face. Like, exactly. Like, Plus, you might get a freebie of the guy running through terminal. Yeah, like, off the rope of the round, you can go to dreams, right? Look at red plat. Okay, nobody's, like, insta-pinching. Just tuck yourself in a corner, do nothing, and then, like, wait and then late peek that hallway or, like, late yeah, exactly. plane. Like, you can do so much shit. That, that That's why. It's just it's just not a good play what Optic yeah. did that round. And then let's go no into the listens. List. Oh, go ahead, Pat. What are you going to say? Never no one listens. I've been... Tom, I was doing that in 2009, 2010, oh, yeah. and it was working like a charm then. Yeah, Pat, you tried to tell you tried Same to do these too, guys, man. You think they gotta go back? <laughs> maybe watch some gun. watch some vod, Pat. Well, none of the MW2 vod exists anymore. Ah, uh, shit, really? You got all it all got deleted? It, it was all on MLGpro.com. Ah, uh, that sucks. Oh. That fucking blows. Uh, then we go into the control. Let's go into the listening with uh, with Optic Texas here and see how they sound. 
Yeah, almost able to get two there. What did you think about the comms? I know, Sam, you weren't a big fan of the comms uh, in the moment when we were watching the, the Watts party. But why did you just want more small talk for them, Sam? Because I felt like they weren't really small talking too much, especially in the beginning of the listening. Yeah, I think we're just like comparing to the rest of the listeners we've heard from them. I feel like the energy, like not not necessarily the energy, more of like the information being relayed was kind of shit. Um, and like in series when you're losing, like they were down to zero at this point. Like it's yeah. kind of hard to dig yourself out of that mentally, like in the comms, like to get the energy going. And I think from like that map, if they had done another listen, I guarantee you they were going two hundred percent harder after that map ended because like yeah. they they like needed kind of a Kickstarter. But yeah, just like comparing it to the listeners that we've heard from his team in in the past, it was they, that was it, really not it, that it's great. It's difficult though. Like if you watch like the map, like I feel like Rocker wasn't really showing them anything, and they weren't really giving them any sort of like extra information. Like they're sure there were some players on Rocker that got caught off, like like got caught up in like a position, but like Optic really couldn't activate on those players because they were just so worried about so many other positions. And Rocker was just doing a good job of like no showing. And yeah. like it, you could tell because those rounds, they came down to like the final round where let's say rocker on those defensive ends or optic on those defensive ends, right? We're playing like perfect defense up until the final moments where they get like a three dead or four dead. And that's why you saw so many offensive wins uh, during that map. Yeah. No, I also, I can't believe optic calls one of the most important parts of the map useless, by the way. That's so fun. That's just so ironic. To me. Wait, where do they call useless? <laughs> I think they I, call I, junk useless. Like that whole like P five, I think they call that useless. the most important part of the map. It's like useless. one of the most important parts of the map. I think yeah. they call that useless. That's hilarious. He's, AG said he was holding the pinch while he was looking at it, and I was like, wait, what yeah. is it? What the fuck? Let me go into the one one round. This is where Lamar makes the play. He sneaks through back yellow alley, and he's actually able to make a play here. Kenny gets caught with his pants down here. Uh, not really too sure what the spot was from Kenny there, but even after the fact. Let, they all get the kills. Minnesota get the kills here. But I still thought New York, or sorry, New York, Optic was going to be able to get in here and, and break this. But Lamar somehow stays alive here. He wins a big 1v1 here onto uh, Kenny there. And then once he wins that, he's somehow able to just get down, stay alive. And his teammates come. They reinforce. And, and Minnesota, they end up just somehow squeaking by and winning this offense. That was just a crazy round there. And it was a good play from Lamar. I don't know how Lamar got there. Because uh, Kenny looked like he got kind of got caught with his pants down here. Uh, and I think Lamar probably just took a little route. I mean, where did he come from? I think he doesn't. He just run up like he spawns. Yeah, he spawns chicken coop. He just he just takes a route. Just takes a long he route. Runs here. Up he he runs up, up dark, and Kenny just gets bad timing when he like gives it up on the shift towards like the diner, and then he shoots him in the back. Yeah. So I mean, it was just a good timing route out of Lamar. Um, it's just uh, it was a good play. Yeah, no, it was a good play. Lamar, he 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 took a good route. Uh, those those are just the little things that you don't see in the scoreboard. But Lamar takes a really good route here. He gets in behind, and as soon as he finds his entry here onto Kenny, that kind of opens up this site here. 
gets all control. He ends up winning another one on Hill. Just good plays from him. And of course, we got to go to the infamous round, the three and fucking, what was it, 12? 14. Three and 14. Wait, wait, wait. Before you move on, do you want what's crazy about that Lamar play? I wonder if he took advantage of the sound cue. So you see how, like, Lamar tucks himself into that corner? He probably hears Kenny get on the point because you hear the little, like, ding when somebody touches the point on the on either team. Uh -huh. And then he doesn't leave that position until Kenny gets off the point, which, again, makes another noise that the guy's no longer on the point. So he's probably not looking towards him. He's probably pushing up towards, like, red. I think so, he also sees him cross. I, we yeah, he gets, he gets good timing yeah. on it, and he, he just yeah. realizes the play. If he used the sound cue to his advantage, then props because... Uh, it was a great play. Yeah, and then uh, this is kind of, I think, the, the ultimate breakdown here. I mean, it's a three versus 12 in favor of the Minnesota Rocker. Minnesota can 3-0 Optic Texas right here, right now. Hold on, back it up like five seconds. I mean, there's, there's a comedy of errors, and it starts with a fucking recent situation. Because I don't know how you guys feel about recent 3v14, right? Just hold your irons, play around the hill. They, they legitimately have no lives. And Reese kind of throws away his life. And at this point, they're coming off a of spawn. So it's getting a little bit mixy. Like, I think Reese probably should just help the desk there, got some info, and should have waited for his team. I agree. Reece they need, I Reece Reece needed Reece to guarantee that hit one of his teammates can get to him. He needs to do anything that he can to make sure that Optic cannot cut at least one of his teammates. Yeah, I agree. I'm not even too sure what Reese's thought process was here. I mean, it's a 12v3. You're on the point with 10 seconds left. I mean, feel like anybody else, I mean, you just sit there and preem and just let the, they're, they're going to run right into you. And you don't have any teammates with you, right? And then I think mm -hmm. the biggest mistake here, I mean, there was a lot of mistakes, but I didn't like the streak from Big Wake either. You, you, the streak you, was bad. You, you know that they're three stacking it. There is only one way Optic wins this map, and it's by stacking a point. So why would you streak here? You're not going to be able to get the streak in there, and you're wasting time. Like, they're in a, they're on the point stacking. So by the time you call the streak, get the, the missile on the ground, all that, so much time is already going to go by. And as you can see, I mean, it, look, when the streak hits the ground, I mean, there's two and a half ticks already there. They don't connect with the streak. Shotzi, he's able to find one. He falls. Brucey comes in with a quick trade, and nobody there from Minnesota is, is there to get in the point. Big Wake was in his streak. He was 34 and 17. This guy was in his streak when they were stacking a point. I mean, there was just no way to get trades there. And you could see just how turned up the Optic boys were to, to win that one. They were just able to, to find all the kills and definitely think just a couple of trolls there for Minnesota between Reese running off the point and Big Wake calling in the streak, which I'm sure was a team thing. I mean, maybe the team told him to do it or I don't know. I really have no I mean, idea. I mean, but. listen, I, I kind of agree with Sam's take when we, we broke it down post map. Man, did you live, call it a great streak? Somebody in the chat said you called my, it a great here's, streak. Here's my issue with the streak. Oh. Like, here's, here's, my issue with the streak. Uh, here's my issue with the streak. And Pat, shut the fuck up because you clearly don't you call this, this. You called this a great streak? I was literally about to say Wake isn't a winner because of this streak, and you called it a great one? Break it down for us, Ben. Go ahead, Ben. Here's my issue with Wake's streak, bro. He didn't even give himself a fucking chance. Because he streaked the backside of the hill, like the back right corner, where there's going to be zero fucking splash damage. He didn't curve it. He called it straight down and panicked. Like, I, he didn't even give him a chance to curve can, it in there. So, so can we go, go ahead, back Chris. to the moment before he streaks? Because I actually can break this down and probably... second off spawn. If, if they were going to streak, I could have told you exactly what they should have done with the streak. So can we go back to, like, yeah, when I'm he streaks? Back. I'm going back. Okay. He, 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 he streaks. I'm waiting for the VOD to catch up. So yeah, he on. streaks as soon as he comes off spawn here. Boom, boom. He dies. Okay, number seven. Big wake, 34 and 17. He comes off spawn and he instant calls the streak here. Boom. No, he takes a couple steps forward. He doesn't instant call the streak, takes, which is right. important. He takes right, one so, step, so, two steps so forward. 
let me give you the, let me break this whole this whole play down for you and how you would play this in a, in okay, a better so scenario okay ahead. so they come off spawn lamar lamar the, the first mistake is vivid obviously peeking off the point vivid needs to stay down lamar says he has his cross vivid stays down um he buys more time okay even if vivid dies right when they streak so you can get splash damage and deny the entire window. You see where Shotzi's laying down right there? Uh -huh. If he puts if he puts the missile to the right in the open area of the glass, that kills that player no matter what. Yeah. So if he uses that streak, Optic is obviously going to realize they can die there. They're going to run away, and they're going to give up this entire window, and they're going to give up the entire hop. So any player off spawn, you'll see number five. He comes off spawn, and he tweaks. He like starts running down Yellow Alley and then turns. He should have hit that alley. If he hits that alley, he gets over that wall for free and gets towards the point and then starts to pressure them from the side. But he doesn't do that. He ends up tweaking, goes top satellite. Number eight also goes around. That street is essentially useless because not only does it, like, do they just not take advantage of the fact that they can deny that entire window, but they just go from the open end and then optic stacks and finishes the point. So that is not hindsight. That is literally, that is where that streak is effective. It denies the entire window and it denies that entire uh, hop up. So if you're going to streak, you pretty much have that hop up for free every single time. I'm going to sum it up here. That streak was terrible. They should have never streaked to begin bro, with. You, you, they should have never streaked to begin bro, with, bro. You, you're, you're, you're in a 12v3. They're yep. stacking the point. You okay. know for a fact the streak is just going to waste time. Man. Just just fucking get in there. Just run at them. It's not, I'm just not hop the dumpster. If anything, I would have much rather have saw them, Chris, just four hop dumpster and trade. Ben, I'm talking here. Ben, I'm talking. I would have much rather saw them just hit through yellow alley and hit the back dumpster and just trade them out. Just trade them out. Oh get in the point. You and, and call it you're not, that, that's what dumpster? I'm saying. Listen, if All you them? don't, if you do not, if you yeah, go over that dumpster, it's better than streaking. You're not listening. If you go over that dumpster, you're going, that you're, you're going to get team shot informed. The streak denies that dumpster hop up watch. So if you streak, you hit that dumpster. Sure, they could have made a play without the streak and maybe it would have worked. But I'm saying if your intent ever is to streak that point, that is your point of entry every single time because it denies it. Period. No, I get that. I get that. They should have. I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not bro, saying bro, four I'm, dumpsters I'm a, a good play. I'm just saying I would have much rather that than them streaking and relying on the streak there. Because Lamar said Yo Alley couldn't make a play. They waited in yeah. the streak. They kind of did it to themselves there, bro. I, I, I definitely feel like right there, the the one thing you don't want to do is call the streak. Go ahead, man. But this is my issue Jesus with Wick Pro is like, is like, listen, you get paid a lot of money to be a professional player, and that's knowing how to curve your streaks and place them in the right spots. And at Chris's point, Wake couldn't do that in a clutch moment. That's why you're getting paid. That's why you're in the top dollars. That's why you're playing the NFL equivalent of the COD. And this is the issues that we've seen with him where his inability to find ways to win maps. Pat, what did you think about the play, Pat? I think if I'm ever in a 3v14, I'm never calling a streak in any scenario ever. Yeah, he's using your gun and you're not fucking up the assembly line yeah and your trades are going to be on very, the right very timings simple. yeah very simple but i will say look i don't think wake's the winner straight up period jesus I don't, christ i don't jesus. i just don't think he's i think he's a good player i think he can get kills i just don't think wake's the winner thank you Pat. i said opinion. that on the breaking point podcast and got roasted apparently so i don't know what's up with that people are saying oh he won a model for 2019 and fair point but like we haven't seen him get anywhere close since then 5v5 COD is also not real COD. Every single bit of it should be disregarded entirely from the history of the CDO. Go ahead. Well, I was going to oh, just bring... Now we go into the sub base, and the ending here, I mean, was fucking insane. I think one player that I just want to focus on here is Shotzi. I think this was the, the biggest play. So Shotzi, you can see where he spawns. 
Uh, and you can see the route that he takes uh, here at the spawn. First, he gets a... I think that spawn in general was kind of weird, <laughs> right? Like, Shotzi spawned there. Weird. It was a little weird because Kenny's across the map here. A AG's in the chat. I would love to know what AG's comms were when he fucking spawned there and called the out fact, The fact that Shotzi spawned there is already, like, kind of insane. Like, I, I definitely think that the spawn... This map is terrible, by the way. That is Somebody's unexplainable. That is yeah, it's unexplainable. No, that one's not a good one. That's, that the, that's the slasher one. game is shit spawn that's for not sure. E that's not even one that you can rationale in any sort of way like we sometimes can, but, like, that is just stupid. Yeah. And Lamar makes the play. He waltzes out a tunnel, gets pushed up cages under optic, and look at the play he makes. He gets a two-piece, big wick with one. There's three dead. There's Shotzi. He makes a play. He kills him off the point. They don't win the game. Shotzi plays his life. He jumps out the windows, comes back to point, kills him off the point again. Uh, and then the trades go down. Last one here is Reese and, and Dashi. He was able to get Shotzi's back there. Dashi and Shotzi, the, 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 the optic duo, went crazy right there. They saved him that map right there. That play that's, that they that's, made saved that's him. Really good, that's really good finesse. I mean, like, we people give Shotzi a lot of shit, and I even sometimes give him shit for the, some of the stuff he does. But there's a point There's a point in time, and there's a there's a time and place for, you know, him to, like, use his uh, his IQ and, like, his finesse um, to make plays and disrupt the enemy. And that was a perfect time for him to do that because, he obviously, they need, they need to do it, and it won him the game. Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a really, really good play from, and I th thought it was an even better play from Lamar when he got through mid and was able to two-piece him off point. I thought he called game for a second. Well, um, Lamar also threw the stun instead of sliding behind the box, which is kind of unfortunate because if he got actually got a cover, he would have had cover from the guys in the middle, and they probably play this differently. He saves down from the guy's server, and maybe they get the trades. Lamar, let me see. He gets one, he gets two, and then he tries to, well, that I don't think, I don't think they yeah, knew. I don't yeah, think they knew he where no he was. Idea. I mean, just in, in hindsight, if he gets behind the box, he can stay down. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, hindsight. But I think the <coughs> reason why they had no idea is because Ant got that such a weird spawn. Yeah. I, I, I think it may... Realistically, if Ant spawns where he's supposed to, he's going to be coming up ramp or coming from Lamar's left. Like, he's going to be on the left side of the map somewhere. So I think they just lost track of Shotzi. He didn't know where he was. Um, and, and of course, Lamar, he gets shot up the point and makes a good play. He, 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 he uses that threw, spawn and it makes a really good play. He also threw Vivid for a loop because Vivid runs up the stairs thinking Shotzi's still going to be up top, but Shotzi jumps down to the window behind him and shoots the player off the point. So, I mean, like, like I said, it was just, he played it perfectly, did everything he needed to do and it won him the game. Yeah. And I think after the control, I mean, look at Reese's face here. I mean, there's, they were losing fucking composure, bro. Minnesota had to be losing it here. And then, of course, we go into the last and final map of the series. This one ended up being a Karachi S&D here. And take a look at the first round here. And was able to make a play here through Bridge. He had already found one in the round here. And take a look here. The bomb is down. He ends up smoking the bomb out. He hops the bomb. He's on the defuse right now. Hey, take a look back, at back, up, back up like 15 seconds to actually how AG gets there because of the retake. He just hops over the wall and no one's actually watching this cross. Uh, you're talking about AG? Yeah, no, I'm talking <laughs> about Ant here. So Ant gets his Said kill. AG. Sorry, I apologize. I meant Ant. Uh, Ant gets his kill and then he's able to actually hop over the wall. And since no one from Minnesota is watching that cross, he just hops over for free and kills that guy in the cubby. Yeah, just hops over. No one's watching. No info. And kind of turtled a little bit. Sit on the duck. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I mean, Shotzi made a good play, but uh, Vivid is shitting himself. When he saw that player <laughs> die and Shotzi got yeah, into a spot, he did. He just sat in that cubby and didn't move. He could have easily repositioned to the back of the bridge. Like he's just shitting himself uh, in that cubby. Like he could have easily repositioned himself to the back of the bridge and made a like been in a better spot to kind of watch. Both, and take a look so. at this. Shotzi hops on a defuse. Big Wake starts lighting him up on a defuse. He hops off, gets behind the bomb, reach house, and shits on him. 
Which, I mean, a big wake just gets him off the bomb. That's a Minnesota W right there. So right off the bat, I'm like, oh, shit. This is the, this got reverse sweep written all over. Amp just three-pieced him in the first round. He gets on a ninja. He gets shot off bomb, and he ends up pooping on him. Look, he starts laughing. I'm like, bro, this is, this is just not going good. Then we go into uh, the next round here. Forgot what the fuck I even wrote down for, for the fucking last map because it was just bad. This was just Minnesota chokes. Oh, yeah, the 3-2 round. Okay, so I want to get you guys' opinion here. It's a 2v2 situation, okay? Vivid pushes through the back of the spawn. He pushes through P2. Lamar clears all of junk, pushes all through the uh, through junk. They pinch the side. They pinch both spawns here. And there's still 28 seconds left, right? If you're Minnesota, you got to know that they're in red, right? That's the only place you haven't it's cleared. It's the only place they could be. I mean, if they're Ken's not playing in the day one. Right. They're in a day one spot. I was just confused when Lamar creaked open a door here. I'm thinking one, recent uh, recent Lamar, they have to work together here. 2v2 yeah. situation, 20, 20 seconds left on the clock. You know they're in red. Lamar should be waiting for Reese to poke open this. Like, Lamar should be waiting until Reese gets a little bit closer. That way they can challenge this together and bang through this. And Lamar doesn't even corner check this. Like, he just nades the right and then nades his teammate. <laughs> he nades Reese. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was like, bro, like crazy. do you guys agree with me right there? That, team like, kills. right there, no, especially in a 3-2 round, they got to play together, bro. It's a 2v2 with 20 seconds. Like, this is a big round. It's a 4-3. Instead of this looking, instead of this going to uh, uh, a favor of 3-3 uh, of three, three for Minnesota, this ends up being 4-2, and it just looks a lot different now. All right, so I just thought this was just a really, really big swing round here. Good clutch from the Optic Boys, obviously. Uh, but the team nade comes in. They didn't really work together. Maybe a communication problem. I really don't know. Uh, and then we get into the 4-2 round. Um, and this right here, I mean, this is just clinical from Linz. I mean, I'm thinking Optic's going to go up 5-2 here, call it's a game. shot on Brandon. And then Linz just somehow clutches the 1v2 here. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this series is insane. Like, the amount of clutches. such a good shot. Yeah, he finds one onto Big Bruce. He, I think Bruce put the, tried to put some shots down into him so shots he can come in for the trade. And, and Linz, he just doesn't let them have it. And I mean, how good has Linz been for Minnesota Rocker? Oh, he's I rookie mean, of the year. He, he, he's definitely on, on rookie of the year level right now, for sure. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's uncontested. I think he's actually right uncontested right now, to be honest. Yeah, front runner for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then this was... Uh, <laughs> Yo, AG said this series was a movie. A real life movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, AG probably didn't even know what happened after the series was this over. This round? Was wait, was this the round? <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest round of the entire and then, round. No, and I can't. this dude. round right here, Ant's trapped in the middle of the map. He smokes his feet out. This is the unloose. Look at Wake, bro. bro. Just to be inspirational fair, to and be fair, I think I think Ant slid down the hill and he lost the angle. I think he lost the angle here. He did, Either he, he did, lost the then, angle or he shot absolute zigzags. It's yeah, one of the other. Yeah, but still mantling out of P1. Like he should have enough time to kill him. No. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not even that though. As soon as it, it like this is like just like a small talk thing. As soon as Wake is about to pinch this mid alley, number eight should just be, get ready to engage with them and like collapse on mid, regardless of like what the scenario is. Because like, look at the sky top bridge. This guy bridge has pretty much everything else. Eight is worrying about something that he shouldn't even be worried about. Wake needs to be like, okay, I'm about to pinch. Like, like this, like push with me, and then they just both collapse on mid, and they maybe catch a timing. Like they're just doing too little, like too many one v one scenarios. Basically, yeah. just, there's just like a lack of small talk. It's pretty obvious by like how these end round situations are playing out. Like the round prior the time brought up and now this one like you could just tell there's not a lot of like working to get, like whoever's involved in the play isn't small talking to the point where like the play is going in their favor yeah, yeah. i just don't really get this either though like minnesota they have numbers like even right here like like reese right 
why is he like hard shimmying this? Like, I feel like he doesn't even need to like make a play on this guy. Like, just run away. Like, just play with your teammate here. And then you have big wake coming on a pinch. Like, he definitely, if he needs to hit this route, he needs to finish that kill there. But even right here, he kind of gets stuck now. And now it's a two v two. Like, he, Reese runs while Wake chows is basically what I'm getting to. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm if, like Wake, like if Wake, if Wake is that guy, he should have been like, okay, engage now. Like, just like chow with me. Like, yeah. make it so that if there is a guy mid. He has to look at two directions. I'm either getting the free kill or you're getting the free kill. You play your man advantage. But even then, like Lamar, is that Lamar? Yeah, Lamar has all the bridge. He has this entire right side. Once Reese gets like tucked into this corner, he could have had help from Lamar the whole time. They just didn't. I think they were just didn't know where the third, like the second guy was. And they were probably afraid he was like top three or like market. So that's probably why Lamar was playing it so like unconfidently but mm -hmm. i mean i don't know it's just bad bad plays bad small talk yeah three, no, why do you two, guys three for optic pat go ahead i was gonna ask why do you guys think uh the the, the clutch this stage is down so much like first blood uh and bomb plant win percentage is down like 20 25 compared to normal stage. i think yeah. it's just like the amount of reps that are going into these situations like when you i think like the the cut and dry situations early season are just that like they're extremely like you just play the situation and there's not a lot of like parity and how things work and i think as the season goes on like we're seeing it with terminal search offense for example like we thought that that shit was unwinnable for the first stage and now there was like six wins today like you see the the map start to evolve so i think that when you see these cut and dry situations from earlier teams just have more reps and they understand how to play the situation people are just better at finding way better. Gaps. like they're just better at finding the opening and the win condition even in quote-unquote unlosable scenarios it's just it's just going to naturally be that way as teams um get more reps and start playing more plus or i'm start, assuming like, you're talking about like the b-bomb on karachi yeah. or just in general it, it was all it was all sd maps but yeah, yeah I, I think it's just like a good shout. you figure out like tendencies too like when you get a b-bomb down on karachi you know where people are going to be at so but, but chris the problem to what you said is like last year it was pretty consistent throughout the whole year it like was 80 percent almost every but, but, stage but there's also there's also things that like you can't account for in this game for example like in that last game we didn't have like full-time daddy so when people do get these bomb downs and they just position themselves in like good spots you can take advantage of things like sound like that, that are going to guarantee you information rather than now it's like there's a lot there's more unknown and then also like 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 sam is saying there's just gonna be like for example on invasion like i'll just give you a random example b-bomb what's the typical two-man setup on the b-bomb it's a guy tractor and a guy cube so like you know the setup you're gonna get better at working around how to break yeah. that setup and it's gonna be just like clockwork it's like it's gonna develop like that in this game um, and people are just going to be better at winning <laughs> scenarios. They pretty much have no business winning. Yeah. Uh, guys, any final thoughts on Optic Texas and Minnesota? Any thoughts on the series? Thought it was probably one <clears> of the <throat> most entertaining series this year. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. It's just so many clutch moments, so many individual plays. I mean, it was just a great series overall. Any final thoughts, guys? I um, think uh, good, Rocker having <clears throat> a number of series now lost like their map pick map for a hard point which is kind of a bummer because they've had opportunity to close out a couple series and they haven't so that's something to really work on they fought in this series fought in toronto but some game five stuff they got to clean up if they want to take the step up because i think right now minnesota to me feel like they're ahead of the rest of the pack but they are not going to make it on sundays if they kind of keep throwing deep series like this against the better teams that they have an opportunity to win go ahead uh, uh two things ben can you find minnesota's game for hardpoint record for me i don't know if you have that uh, available I do i think they are two and seven last time i checked yeah that's not fucking great um i wish not necessarily like optic or toronto would have lost their series but like i wish that minnesota had won them strictly just so like we would have had a little bit more parity at the top like i think that they're still up there
but I think if they had won one of these two series, I think like we'd be talking about them a little bit differently because I think we still have that like in the back of our heads. Like they can have a series advantage, and like we still think that they're not going to be able to close against the top teams. Whereas if they had won uh, against Toronto or Optic today, I think that again the conversation would change a little bit. But um, yeah, I just want to give Lamar his flowers, bro. That guy's fucking godlike. Um, and same with Linz. I think like Wake is starting to play up a little bit from like the what we've wanted him to do for the last couple of uh series but yeah Lindsay and lamar got like those two are are all of that team right now hey pat just, anybody you want to gas uh... up pat anybody you want to gas up maybe give some positive words too maybe some positivity i mean <laughs> uh... i mean shots literally made a lot of plays today the last three maps he, he, maybe yeah, impressed he, by he, Shotzi, no, lamar no, made I, some plays today I, I agree with you tom he made plays and you know you know who makes plays for you on your team mm -hmm. Superstars. This is all sports. No, you're role players. Ah, superstars shit. are the ones who do it all. Um, so I think Shotzi played well today what? for his role. Um, he did. Solid. The I do want to gas the ones who up. make the plays, Pat. No, no, no. Superstars are the ones who take over, Tom. Where plays don't have to be made because they just take over the map. Role players, you know, make your superstars job easier. That's that's how it is on the every every team. So, so what do you say about what do you say about Simp then? Who kind of does both? He's a superstar. If he does both, he's a superstar. He's a godlike superstar. He's like a superstar V2, 2.0. <laughs> superstar plus. Yeah. Uh, but I will, you know, I will give a shout out to Linz, Tom. I mean, look, I, I advocated for this Linz, Abuza, Gwyn. <laughs> uh, Tom, I was watching your stream. You actually made my Gwyn guys roster with, um, you had a different AR. You had a Tatch. I, I had Ghosty in the offseason, but yeah. I mean, Yo, LAT could have had that. Pat, LAT that roster that. is fucking crazy. It would have been nasty. Complete hindsight, that roster is unreal my, in this game. Some people say hindsight. Some people say hindsight, I mean, like, right Sam, now. I'm saying I like just right, say you know. early, you know? Like, no, nah, I was on the wave with you. I was there with yeah. you. I was I mean, I, I was telling GMs. They just... Insane. They you thought take the they... clear. You take, like, three of the clear best, like, challenger players at the time. You put them on a team with somebody that's consistent and can in-game lead and just help out some uh, rookies. And, I mean, yeah, they're going to... They would have been good. They probably would have been good, so... You get a lot more kills than some of the rosters in the league right now. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, I uh, I really like this Rocker <laughs> team, but I, what I don't want to see them become is like Boston from the last couple of years, where they're like, there's talent, they've got a good map pool, they're good in most of the modes, but they play a top team and they just find ways to lose situations they should win. So hopefully they keep at it. Don't be too discouraged by the last couple of matches. They took these teams to the end and they just had bad map fives. And obviously in this one, a couple of bad decisions, map three and four, they've got some wins. They're going to make winner's bracket in the state. I mean, to be honest, like the, the way they're right. losing series, it's like, it's, you can go back and watch and like, you can hindsight, like, yeah, we should have done this. We should have done that. But at the end of the day, like the recipe for success, they just got to keep doing what they're doing. And eventually those wins will probably come. And especially versus the lower tier teams, right? They should Agreed. in theory beat those teams. So just so schedule, the schedule goes down a little bit from here. Yeah, yeah, their main schedule it. is Boston, which I like them against Boston. Phase, obviously, we'll see how they battle that. Thieves, who I think they have a huge advantage in respawn. Seattle respawns and Miami. So I think they should get three out of the four week matchups in this and make the winners. Mm -hmm. All right. Nice. Let's move on to the last and final series of the day. We got the Miami Heretics going up against the Vegas Legion in Vegas. With the reverse sweep onto Miami, I'll be honest, the last three maps weren't even close either. Vegas yeah. made a statement the last three maps and just kind of that put them down. That motherfucker Nero poison, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Generational mm -hmm. series from Back Yeah, he Lego. turned Legacy up. Series. He turned Legacy up series. the last but, but this is what few we maps wanted especially. to see from Vegas, bro, because they've had a couple of series. The opposite happened to them, where they had a great first two maps and the other team kind of kicked it on. Vegas was 
up against it. And this one, you felt like, you know, it was going to be Vamos all the way, but Nero in that map three was everything. And then from there, got great contributions from the rest of his team. I know you see a 0.9 from Persia in the stats, but I felt like, you know, on the sub situations, he definitely looked comfortable and was making plays. I thought from Vegas, this is the ice we've been waiting to see. From I'm, hyped we good, got, I'm hyped we got win. to see a Geo turn up because, uh, like, he obviously was a little quiet. Um, His first debut, he played all right. But, like, uh, Attach even said it, and I was even saying it. Geo is like a slayer. That guy is puts – he's going to put down damage. He's going to get kills. And uh, we got to see it, especially in that map four on he that Rio. He was cooking, map He was four. cooking, exactly. Yeah, he's one of those players that he definitely has that potential in him. Um, He's just got to kind of channel that and see how it goes. Also – Listen, I, I I roasted Purge on Twitter, but at the end of the nah, day, your like, tweet was so dude, your tweet was so <laughs> fucked. What did dude, you tweet? So, what did you tweet? I tweeted, I tweeted, why did I pick Vegas to win? <laughs> I forgot Purge was on the roster still. It's a good point. It's listen, a good after point. The first map, I mean, he did he did turn around. He started to play better, but the other day, like it's just you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep ragging on Purge until uh, this team shows some consistency. So far, though, I mean, they do look better. Um, still, still, uh, still a little bit worried, right? We got to make sure that he's playing. But apparently, from the interview, he's their in-game leader a lot of the time, which I did not expect. Purge? So, yeah, that's what Nero said. He says he's directing a lot of the uh, the traffic and telling them what to do. So, uh, I mean, I mean, shit, it makes as... sense. He's on the desk screen spectating a lot. Like... <laughs> so. So, uh, listen, he's man, got I the mean, big map up three quarters of the map. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll, <laughs> take Nero, I'll take Nero's word for it. I don't see why he would make that up. So look, as, as much as he might struggle sometimes in some maps, if, uh, he's leading these guys to, uh, being a little bit decently competitive and improving as a team then then props to him. So, uh, yeah, I'll give him some flowers. They just there. have a very, e they have the easiest foot of anybody in the league. The only like, Carolina did. Is it not Carolina? Uh, it's, it might be them in Carolina because uh, Carolina plays Optic. And, okay, so it might be Carolina because they play Optic as opposed to Vegas who plays Toronto next. They both have, like, they're not really playing other top teams other than that. Mm. But they've taken care of business against uh, LAG. And I'm really disappointed in this Miami team right now. Oh, Bucks um, are gone. All bro, Bucks are gone. First, first All off, Bucks are gone. All Bucks are gone. I, I, first off, you would think with their aggression, they would be a great, a great team on Rio, yet they just constantly troll situations where they rotate to push out too far, don't play together, play singles, and they get exposed. They're statistically now the worst team on that map. And just in general, the S&D seems to have fallen off the cliff. I'm very worried where this Miami team's out right now because tactically they seem like they haven't really progressed. Well, Other teams have kind of gotten ahead of I them. I kind of want to say this, and, and I don't know if you guys agree with me on this or not, but I, I think Real is 100% coming into this roster. I think that's why they picked him up. I mean, he, they Hope picked so. him up. He's a substitute. I think right now they're it's just they're waiting for his visa to to get approved and and all that shit. But bro, how fucking insane <clears throat> is it by I, the I way think... that Miami got his visa or is getting his visa this quickly? But now Ravens. Do we know if it's quick? Do we know if it's quick? Okay, or are we just well, assuming. Well, I mean, like I don't. Okay, I, we might. Just it's also assuming, not that but... crazy considering they just had what four people they had to get visas for. I mean, like, either, yeah. either way though, if they're if they're signing him as a sub, like they can't just sign him and not get him a visa. They have to have him readily available yeah. to substitute. But, so and, and they, to go back to your question, it. Sam, I, I do think yeah. it's probably going to be for Eric Boom just for this, just because he's the new guy. You know, he's the guy they just brought in, and I think I think they like the Vickle medals and Lucky Trio. Um, yeah. And I could be wrong on that because I have no idea. I really don't. I, I mean, was surprised when they when they bro, brought but, in Eric but, Boone. But take, take the roster change shit out of this, bro. When I watch this Miami team play, yes, they're very aggressive, but they play too aggressive individually and don't make collective team decisions in a sense that they're going to just get 
fucking punished for their dumbass fucking decisions. And it's hurt them a lot in real when they have pushed out too far. They're getting singled out and then they get collapsed on them after they spawn out. And I watch them play real and they don't get rotation for three hills in a row. They're and the three and fifteen in their last eighteen maps, and two were in this series. This yeah. team sucks. It's, it's, yeah, they it's are, just, it's just uh... tactically they're just not they're not there. I don't care about the Eric Boom Rail thing. Like, yeah, they're gonna rotate this roster of seven people, whatever that they have to find the best combo. But tactically, right now, when you watch them play, I feel like they make too many dis too many people, uh, people incorrect the, decisions individually. The people on the layers are just scrolling, bro. Like, if if you want to look at it from a game's perspective, the people that do, whenever they do have a situation where they can take advantage, put people in a blender, the people that are on those layers that are yeah. are on the cuts, they're gonna be the ones to be the first engaged. They are just not picking up kills. They're not positioning themselves well. So. Yeah, because we've seen, like, to the real example, right? I love the way that Lens played that map against Optic. I love the way that uh, Abizi and Sim played the map uh, uh, when when FaZe played it earlier in the split. I love the way the Optic sometimes, you know, plays the map other than what happened against Minnesota. I just watch uh, Miami throw away their advantages on P1s, on P3s. Uh, they're terrible on P4. They rotate and they get broken, like, twice now we've seen that happen. It, they, they cannot find bread and butter maps, Invasion Search in the series. I'm just very worried about where they're at as a team, chemistry-wise and tactically, and I think it's going to be a long yeah. split. And I, I think mean, it's had, like they where lost do they go defense. next? Too. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I would say they lost the defense on uh, against fucking or yeah, lost the defense against Legion, which they're what four and twenty going into the series, and they lost the defense in about fourteen seconds on invasion of all maps. So this team is like just completely regressed. And to Tom's point, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Real. Obviously, don't know the time frame on his whole visa situation. I'm not involved in that at all. Um, but this, like, I think Chris kind of touched on a little bit. They just haven't progressed. Like you see a lot of teams like we'll harp on some issues and like, whether it be map pool, whether it be game, uh, game mode related, like we'll see either like some sort of uh, adaptation throughout a team's life cycle. These guys, I feel like I'm watching the same team from the moment that this game started to right now, even if they, even if they changed a player, the philosophy of which they approach every map and mode is the exact same. Which you would think like they practice every day, you know, and, and, and it's like, I'm sure they're trying to get better every single day, but it's just... Oh, yeah, they're not showing up to scrim, the, like, not to get better. Yeah, obviously. right. I, I think I think the game is just changing, and it's just they're not yep. adapting fast enough where other teams are. And I completely agree with you on that, Sam. They, they do seem yep. like the same team. And, and sometimes I feel like they rely on certain people. Like, you rely on, like, medals, like, go fucking crazy one season. Yeah, you need just an absolute masterclass for medals yeah. to, to win which, you a series. Which I will say, I actually do really like Real. I think Real hasn't gotten a shot yet, but I think Real is a player that's going to come in and be, like, like a difference maker, like like how Linz is for Minnesota and like how some of these players are for some of these other teams. Like I actually think Real's a really good player. Do you guys like Real and like his game or no? I, he's I, really uh, good individually. Uh, System-wise, yeah. I'm not sure how he's going to like slot in, but like in terms of the moments that I've played against him, he shoots really straight and his situational awareness is, is pretty good. But yeah. He I just has like that like, same swag needs, to though. his game, like... like uh, like Linz and uh, and and Paco and Abuza and like all those guys, he kind of just reminds yeah. me of like those group of guys. I don't know why. Um, so I'm excited to see Real probably get back in there. I mean, I know it hasn't happened yet, but I just feel like it's happening. But the signing kind of like alludes to it enough. You know what I mean? And then I guess on the other side, I I guess the question to ask is what's going on with Purge? Like, do you guys think that? Enough is enough. Do you think Purge Isaac is a good teammate for them? Maybe does bring leadership qualities to them. Uh, I I definitely think it was clear today that Purge was struggling early on again. And and of course, bro, he has his moments. He he has his moments where where he's good. It's just 
you know, it's, Sam, I know you mentioned during the game, you were like, man, they could have had Standy when they were down 0-2 and Purges was struggling. And it's yeah. like, would this team look better with Standy on it, you know? And and look, I Purge seems like a great dude, and he, he shows he shows different. He, sometimes I know he's getting pooped on, but he also shown signs of, of life too where he'll, he'll get a lot of kills and, and pop off and have his moments. I mean, what do you guys think it is? What do you think Vegas sees in them, and do you think they you see them sticking with them? Uh, I think if they have another disappointing stage where three of them are playing fairly well, they uh-huh. might make a change there. I think they're pretty much all in at this point with Purge, at least for this stage. And granted, their team has looked better and he's even improved a little bit. I just don't know if the path forward for this Legion team is going to be keeping them on the roster, especially if they want to like break into the higher echelons of competition. Because at the end of the day, when you're playing these top four teams and these better teams, like the people that in-game lead, the people that do the dirty work, those guys are also shooting. And the purge just sometimes is not. So um, maybe moving forward next stage, if uh, they, they might make a change. But uh, for now, I mean, I think they, they're just going to keep them on and see how they do because they've continued to improve. I mean, they're 2-0 and right now, so um, not much... You know, not much bad to say there. Yeah. I would say for Vegas right now, actually, outside of that first map in the series, the respawns been pretty good from the stage. But the only thing is they played LAG, who we think are kind of starting to come back to the bottom, and Miami, who might be also near the bottom. So I want to see how they square up against Toronto up next. The the one thing I'm worried about with Vegas is that the level of consistency in which Nero and Attach have been playing with is like otherworldly. Like they have, like every time these guys play a series, it seems like Attach and Nero are playing well. What does this team, when we have seen, what does this team look like when they are not playing at this at this level? Because we know, I mean, no offense to Purge, is I'm strictly critiquing COD. We know what we're getting out of the kid. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there is, I just don't know what we're gonna get. Like, granted, they've played Miami and LAG. Like, if Dylan and Dylan are not playing at the the level of which they are, this team has no fucking chance. Yeah, they, so they need that's my only up. like reservation with keeping this roster right now. Yeah, my my, my point of view is pretty simple. Like. This team could keep him, but I feel like they've already hit their ceiling. Like, this team would be so much better if they just get an upgrade. I don't care if it's Standy. I don't care who it is. But there are players in Challengers that are better than Perch. Period. And I think if this team, which we agree, has a pretty solid core. Nero, Attach. Attach and Nero are, like, like very fucking good And, this and Geo has been solid. He's been, he hasn't been bad. Eddie's just a new player. He, he'll yeah. get better as, just, as the year goes. Just, I, I just, just upgrade. Why that. are we staying complacent? Just I, I just don't upgrade. see them making a change until after this major because I think they have a very favorable schedule in which they get a lot of online points. Go in winners and then maybe try and get a top six or whatever and then evaluate after. You're going to see a lot of players. You know, we have an elite stage going on right now, so you're going to get a lot of data, a lot of competitive matches where you're going to be able to scout a lot of these challengers players and you can make the right decision going into stage. Exactly. They, they would essentially reset their progress if they made a change like now. That they've made with their current team, so yeah, but their they, progress they, has nothing to do with purge. I, I mean, but they, but you, but like they're they're clicking right now. Obviously, I think they're gonna lose to Toronto, but like I feel like they're gonna get five, four or five wins from the stage online, and that's huge points for them to try and get in the champs race. And then so, after major, again, after upgrade, major you don't decide, have you don't have infinite time. Other people are gonna make roster change. They're gonna steal players that you would have wish you could have got. Just upgrade. It's that simple. I, I just don't. I don't see them. Let's be realistic, Pat. They're not. They're not going to make a change until after major. I mean, I agree. People don't series. think how they should think. That I, I agree. Upgrade. I mean, yeah. I was going to pull up the standings here just to take a look and just see where we're at. I, I mean, haven't looked at the standings in a while. Yeah, we haven't looked at it in a minute. So I was like, let's pull them up. Just take a look at them. Jesus Christ, LA thieves. <laughs> God, 
My, Dude, I'm come saying. on, man. Sam, come I'm on, sorry, man. Though. I'm sorry, but Jesus, <laughs> man, this is not what you want to see as an <laughs> LA Kings fan. We, to be fair, we have teams like New York that have played three series a stage, and teams have played one. So, like series number wise, this is like a little bit out of whack with how the stage is going because of the fucking schedule we have right now. But yeah, teams got to get it going because right now they are. Thirty points away from Bro, that the mid pack is crazy. Ninety-two percent win or map win percentage is fucking insane. Yeah, ninety-two percent is actually crazy. What the I, fuck? I, I wonder if that's one of the highest percentages at this point in the year from past Bro, seasons. Because I feel like it's got to be up on there. par for sure. Yeah. Well, it's impressive considering we've gone from five matches in the round robin to seven. So only losing one match is kind of wild if you think yeah, about it. That's crazy. And then one match is just some random loss to fucking Boston. We're, we're fucking. <laughs> Dylan Envoy had literally his worst series of professional. Prince of the North players. selling as always. Yeah, I mean, nah, even, dude, the, even the Vegas, that, that was a big, yeah, the mid, that's where I'm looking. Like, right now, the, the mid-pack, I, I see Vegas is chasing LAG. I thought uh, today's win was big for them, like getting those points on the board. Uh, yeah. and, and, and who do they play moving forward, uh, Ben? Who's Vegas playing? Vegas has Toronto up next, so I don't. I think it's a bonus match, and they have Boston, LA Thieves, Seattle, and Carolina. So it's very probably a four, five, maybe more wins during the stage. Like this is a huge opportunity for Vegas to stack on the points because, for example, next split, Optic, Phase, and New York are the teams they play, and then the split after that, Toronto, Optic, and New York. So they're not going to dodge those top teams for much longer yeah. online. Be a good t a good chance to see how Vegas matches matches up against Toronto. Hopefully, they could take some maps. Go ahead, Pat. If you got, let's say, like an iPhone 6S. Oh, we're talking about upgrades again. And it right. works, right? It, right? it works. The battery sucks. Right. Pat it, cooked it up a whole calls. iPhone analogy for it upgrades. It sends text. <laughs> but you got the money. Right. Why would you not upgrade? Mm, bro, I see what bro, you're saying. Bro, no one, I don't feel think, like a lot of these teams don't get the money. I don't, think, I don't think anyone's disagreeing with The problem is the teams is, I mean, straight up. They're winning they're right not, now. They're, they're not worried about it. They're not going to make a change. Like, I don't know what else you want to say here. Pack a punch. That's that's what we but say. They're going they're going to they're going to see if this team can make a deep run in this major and then decide <laughs> afterwards if they're gonna make a change because their schedules online at this stage, if you all take a look, are very difficult. This is the this is the take advantage of while you have it type stage online to try and get 60, 50 points, 70 points maybe somehow they inexplicably beat Toronto. We got a big day tomorrow as well. Some of these matches look really good. Let's do predictions for tomorrow. We got the Las Vegas Legion going up against Toronto Ultra. Now, I'm going to go with Toronto on this one. Obviously, I'm going to go 3-1. We see Vegas taking a map. Ben, what do you think? See Vegas taking no maps, DoorDash, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sam? Do you I got think two DoorDashes back-to-back, actually. you think the Vegas uh, honeymoon stage right now? I don't know. I feel like they're 2-0. Oh, they're and oh. They might go into that series tomorrow confident. I could see them taking a map. Sam, you got I mean, they could take a map. That's fine. But yeah, that's I, I, I just, I got Toronto. I got Optic. I think probably in very quick series. Uh, you think the Optic LEGs could be quick as, as well? LEGs is yeah. weird. LEGs is such a weird team. I don't know. Sometimes they come out and you're like, okay, all right. Maybe these guys can play. And then sometimes you come out and you're like, yeah, nah, these, what's going on here? Yeah. Chris, what are, you, what are you doing here? First series, Vegas versus Toronto. 3-0. Uh, 3-0. Pat? 3-0. All right, and the LAG optic. I I have optic in this one as well. I'll say three zero for this one. Ben, what do you got for this? I really think if you're optic, if there's any series to pick team me, it's this one because I don't think LAG is a very search team, and I think optic can really challenge LAG on like any hard point, but should really guarantee this into they want. I got optic taking this three zero. All right, Sam, you got optic, right? Yeah. Chris, I got optic. 
the LAG want to make this competitive? My boy Adam's got to shoot back. God damn. You're son. picking against the bros? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you have to, bro. You oh, have to hear this. Is no. uh, This is everything against them, bro. It's true. Oh, damn. No. Bro. I didn't think I'd ever see today. <laughs> you guys are trolling. Pat, <laughs> what are you doing here? Pat, Optic LAG, who you got? Come on, Pat. Come on, Pat. Come on, Pat. Come on, man. Stay with Let's me. Pat. Optic Rio. Green. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a game five grueler here. Oh, uh, here we go. You're going okay. to game five grueler? Okay. Game five grueler. Uh, uh, LAG it? with I think they're gonna push a game five. Via Neslo, so they're gonna go two three. Okay. Um. And I got a pred takeover last map. We got an AG okay. takeover last we map. We get bonus right. points for what the last map is. I have no idea what the last. I hope it's sure. a terminal. So, so <laughs> sure. assume optic takes teammate. They get to pick last. I hope map. it's a terminal. <laughs> Hey, and then we got Miami going up against LA Thieves. Who do you guys got for that one? Fuck I, me, bro. Bro, I got oh. LA Thieves in this one. I got, I got LA, LA T, baby. Yeah, I got LA Thieves. LA Thieves. Fucking series. Miami's on the fucking ropes of your Yeah, thieves, and I feel they're, like LA Thieves is... The taking, man. Listen bro, to me right thieves, now. If Thieves if does thieves, not win this series... They need to win Chris. this series tomorrow. If LA T loses this series, I'm coming back. No <laughs> way. For real? The no, like, not actually, for real. Uh, bro, if they lose this series, uh, Lord Almighty above, bro. Please. They'll clip that. Clip that. Clip that, Jack. I like said blow dude. it up, dude. But if they lose this one, I might have to get in that coaching sesh. Like, I might have to get in, in Christ, there, bro. Sam, you gotta step in I might that. have to get the fuck. You gotta step bro. in there, bro. You gotta intervene, bro, because what is happening? I might take three mil over three years and get the fuck in there, dude. Nah, that's like crazy, that. bro. That's crazy. Uh, but I mean, this is this. You're not going to get a more winnable opportunity if you're thieves against a team that has been in really poor form. But does anybody here have Miami? Does anybody here on the panel have Miami winning the series? I have thieves. I, I, I have thieves. It's going to be three one. It's going to be sketchy, but they get it done. <laughs> no, I, I think I think I have Miami. Really? I think I have. Listen, Miami is is ass. But like at least today they 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 shot the gun. They won some maps. Like yeah. LA, LAT, I don't even know what they be doing over it there. It starts now. Let me tell I you something. Know, it I, starts now. I feel like Bro, I'm I, looking at my it's screen. Got, it's got just... There's got to be an upset somewhere where LAT comes out and just wins a series, brother. Bro, I'm it's, looking it, at my this screen. This is a series. Right now, bro. It starts now. <clears throat> Listen, bro. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Obviously, we'll 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 be watch partying on YouTube. But Ben. Why don't you sink us out for a clip, man? It's been a long day, a lot of matches, great show, and I think it's time that you sink us out Some and let it sink. Yep, great game. Yo, today. Sunday's godlike too. Tomorrow's kind of a schnoozer, but Sunday's godlike. Yeah, hopefully the games tomorrow. Some good right, games hopefully we get some upsets or something tomorrow. I don't know. Some close matches. That's crazy. LATB Miami is an upset. That's fucking wicked. That is crazy. I don't think anybody expected that going into We're in the, the year. depths. Benjamin Asim, uh, he's got his slippers on today. No dogs out. He's gonna put the I like ball. This ben, I like this. Ben's new new gimmick is in the back of the ball. Yeah, the all the way in the, the back. Map. He's gonna like line that. it up. He's gonna center it up. Listen, oh, I'm Jesus. going uh, wide. I'm going wide, wide wide right here. I'm going wide right. This is over with. He's gonna go wide right. He's gonna miss this one. The poll's coming in. The votes are coming in. He steps up to the plane. He sinks the ball. Oh man! Hey Pat, Fuck I'm out here shit, motivating. Ben. I'm out here motivating Fuck people. That shit, ben. I'm just motivating you. Yeah. Ben. I'm just motivating you. That's Fuck all I'm that doing. Shit.
It don't matter hey. where I put on the fucking man. I'm Ooh. making that shit. And the chat goes here. crazy Ooh. and the crowd goes fucking nuts. Look at him go, Ben. Look at him go. Man, a lot of people made a lot of Jana points right there. They made a lot of Jana points. Yo, Ben, Ben, I want to yeah, say hello. something. We played, uh, I played, I was playing ranked like yesterday. I think it was like a day or two ago. What happened yeah, with ranked? We, and and we did, it's it's back, but we did the, we did the Ben J. Masim strat yeah, on Karachi. Yeah. And then we we, we took your, for you. all four of us took your exact route and we yeah. won the round and it was a uh, blowout round. W, W, W. W timings, Ben. W times. Well, listen, guys, that's going to do it for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of The Flank. That's Make sure up. to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Go to anchor.fm slash The Flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on and go follow at The Flank. Gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials, so make sure to go follow The Flank. And then go to Zuma.gg. That's where all the merch is going to be moving forward. If you were in the watch party today, you got a little sneak peek, so stay tuned for that. Merch coming soon. Take care. Brush your hair. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode. Episode of the flank, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, some dog milk.